What's up, y'all? It's B Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. I am very tired today, but I had to come and give you guys a show. I was busy yesterday, so I really couldn't touch on this, but pretty much Shakari Richardson has been suspended because she had weed in her system, and of course, that's a big no-no in the Olympics. That's a no-no. PEDs, marijuana, pretty much any illegal substance in your body, you will get suspended. Now, people were just waiting. People were waiting on something, on something to tear into her about. She's been through a lot of shit. She just lost her mother. If anyone who really knows me, you guys know that I lost my mother at 21 as well. And I had absolutely no way to cope with it. Because at the time, I wasn't a big drinker. I definitely didn't smoke at that time. I do now. But to ease her pain a little bit, of course, losing your mother, that's the type of pain that you can only know from experience, and I know exactly what she felt. If I were to discover weed at the time that my mother passed away, you fucking right out would be blowing some shit. Now, the fact that it could potentially cost her this year's Olympics, that's the bad part. And I know people are going to rally in her defense, and I'm definitely one of them. But yes, she broke the rules and blah, blah, blah. And people, like I said, people were looking for an excuse to talk about her character. And this was the ammo they needed. Like, that's exactly what my brain went to when I first seen that she had gotten suspended. I'm like, oh, here we go. They see a black woman who was great at what she does, who could potentially run the fucking table in the Olympics, and anything negative about her will be magnified. However, if you guys remember the last Olympics that we had, we had there was an American swimmer named Ryan Lott. He and his non-black teammates broke into a bathroom, pissed on the floor, lied about it and said that they were robbed at gunpoint, at mind you. Then when they were asked questions about it, and then when the story started to crumble and shit started to hit the fan, what did Ryan do? He swam his ass all the way back home and left his teammates there high and dry. Do y'all know how many excuses that I, that I heard other white reporters give him? Those are more than likely the same people that are tearing in the Shikari right now. So I don't want you to tell me shit about her smoking weed. That's one of the most minor things that you could possibly do in the Olympics. She could have did worse shit than smoke some fucking weed. Like I said, if if she would have did half of what fucking Ryan Lockett, his teammates, did, people would be all on her ass saying, oh, we told her she was a thug. We told We told you that she wasn't a good person, blah, blah, blah. Like, they would pretty much overlook her talent. They would look on how she looks. And just automatically assume the fucking worst. But because Ryan is a good old American boy who eats apple pie at his mom's house, says, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, he's automatically innocent. When he, he pretty much lied in a different country at that, saying that you got robbed, then when they ask, they ask him questions, of course, when police work, Like, during police work, they'll ask you questions like, who robbed you? Did you see their faces? Like, they'll pretty much ask you everything that they could possibly ask you to see if you're telling the truth. 
And of course, he felt shit getting too hot, so his ass ran. And reporters, white reporters, gave him so many damn excuses saying, oh, if this was Boogie Cousins or any other black athlete that was in the Olympics that year, had they done that shit, they would have been torn the fuck apart. They would have been called thugs, menaces, menaces to society, just all types of shit. Like, pretty much the typical shit that most white people, some white people, I can't, say, can't even say most because I do have white listeners as well, what some white people think when they see black people. They assume the fucking worst. But don't you dare even consider thinking about their good old American boys like that. Then suddenly it's a problem. No, give them the same energy that you would have gave a black player if they would have did what they did. And I pray, like literally, I pray that Shikari beats this shit because, listen, I've seen what she can do on the, I've seen what she can do on the track. And it's absolutely nothing short of unbelievable. And she's going to, like, I know that she wants to win a gold medal for in honor of her mother, in honor of everything that she has been through to show that you can rise to the top after losing somebody so important to you. Like, in that aspect, I can definitely give it up for her. So I hope that she can overcome this. I know people are going to rally in her defense. And I know, I know, I know there are people gonna, that are going to be against her as well. They're going to use use her being quote-unquote ghetto, having long nails, doing this. Like, like, we're not shocked by this. Of course she did that. Listen, lose your mother first. Lose your mother first. Then you talk to me about what you would have done or how you would have handled it. Like, I know this is a sports podcast, but I have to get into this really quick. If you lose your mother and, if, and you're close to your mother, losing her is like losing the biggest part of you losing your mom is the scariest thing scariest feeling in the world no matter how old you are like you can be established you can be married with a whole family but losing your mom is something that you never ever truly recover from sure you can make adjustments yeah you can do things differently you can try to live live for her and pretty much honor her memory in the best way you possibly can. But losing your mother is something that's never going to fully heal. Because it'll be 10 years for my mother in November. And that's something that I still struggle with to this very day. Granted, things get... I can't even say easy because they never get really easier. Like, you just deal with the, your new reality and just try your best to live the way that she would want you to live, be happy because she wouldn't want you grieving all this time. But yeah, her losing her mom definitely took a lot out of her. I know that for a fact. So I pray that she overcomes this. I pray that the athletic directors really look at her situation and be like, okay, this wasn't as bad as people tried to make it seem to be, so she can still compete. Like, that's what I'm hoping the outcome is actually going to be. But we're just going to have to wait and see what really happens. And this is really all I wanted to touch on today. Like, I wanted to talk about the Hawks and Bucks game, but I'm sure I'll do that probably later on after, the, after um, I think it's game five that's on next. So I may do a show about that. And I actually, and I will be on Energy Radio with my boy on the mic with Mike. With my, with my with my friend Mike 
So you guys can download the Energy Radio app so you can carry the carry Energy Radio no matter where you go. Listen to the show, the replays of the show. And thank you guys for your undying support for the show, for Dangerous Sports Talk. I definitely love and appreciate you guys. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say on this. And you guys have a good day.